FutureWork 62. What actually happened with Sam Altman and OpenAI? And what does it mean for the future of work? Late last Friday, OpenAI announced it had fired Sam Altman, its founder and CEO. This caused a flurry of upset responses from the team, investors and partners who all see Sam as key to winning in AI. On Monday, Sam landed a role at Microsoft to lead their AI research and development. But still a mere day later, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella announced that Sam may return to OpenAI. And finally, deep into the night on Tuesday, OpenAI announced it had rehired Sam. As newly released FlexOS research shows, OpenAI's ChatGPT is the most well-known AI tool, with an incredible 72% of knowledge workers having used it, increasing to 85% amongst 35 to 44-year-olds. This kind of awareness and adoption is massive for a technology that didn't even exist one year ago. So the power moves inside OpenAI and the vigorous efforts of Microsoft and others to ensure its continuity underscore the immense power this company already has in business and the economy. So I've dedicated the last few days to understanding this story from the earliest beginnings and how it impacts us as leaders. But wait, what is generative AI actually? To form a complete understanding of the situation, let's take a short step back and look at generative AI itself. Artificial intelligence, or AI, refers to the ability of machines to stimulate human intelligence, including learning and problem solving. AI has actually been around since the early 1900s, but thanks to computers, it really started flourishing around 1950. Then, a young British polymath, Alan Turing, explored the possibilities of artificial intelligence in a groundbreaking paper. Over the past decades, AI development accelerated and the technology found its way into many products, from optimizing Google search to how Teslas can drive themselves. In this context, we'll also often hear the terms large language models, LLMs, an algorithm that can learn through human language, and machine learning, ML, the ability for computers to learn without explicitly being programmed. However, while groundbreaking, all these AI developments largely escaped most people's attention. They were kind of happening in the background. But in November 2022, just one year ago, this all changed. We were introduced to ChatGPT and with it a new category of AI, generative AI. Generative AI is a group of AI-powered platforms that generate new content based on our inputs, making our work easier. They use language models and machine learning techniques to provide comprehensive answers in human language. Unlike previous language models, ChatGPT and similar applications are based on transformers. This is the T in ChatGPT. Transformers allow models to understand the significance of data in a sequence, making them more intelligent than previous models. For example, where a word is placed in a sentence, we humans know, can change the meaning of the sentence and tell us how important that word is. The introduction of transformers allows the machine to understand and respond in human language. And being able to interact with AI so directly is exactly why we see such a rapid adoption of generative AI tools in our workplaces. Another reason is because it's developing at breakneck speed. It just keeps improving. This rapid progress or velocity 
is why experts believe that in our lifetime, we will see machines with more intelligence than all humans combined for the first time. This level of intelligence, also known as artificial general intelligence or AGI, is when a machine can do anything that a human can do, or at least cognitive tasks. As I explored in a previous article, this worries skeptics and even some realists. Because if a machine can do all of our knowledge work, what is left for us to do? The velocity of AI development and the threat of reaching AGI too early or without the proper safeguards are central to this week's OpenAI saga. But again, let's take a step back because what is OpenAI even? OpenAI is an AI research lab founded in December 2015 as a nonprofit by 12 tech entrepreneurs, including Elon Musk, you may have heard of him, Sam Altman, Greg Brockman, and others. OpenAI's founding mission was to ensure that AGI benefits humanity. This mission is vital to past week's conflict. Because while OpenAI started as a nonprofit, it introduced a capped profit model five years ago. As OpenAI shared at the time, they had to create a for-profit company to attract more funding while maintaining a broad focus on developing safe and widely beneficial AI. The company said, we'll need to invest billions of dollars in upcoming years into large-scale cloud compute, attracting and retaining talented people and building AI supercomputers. We want to increase our ability to raise capital while still serving our mission, and no pre-existing legal structure we know of strikes the right balance. Our solution is to create OpenAI LP as a hybrid of for-profit and non-profit, which we are calling a kept profit company. Even at that time though, this raised the question, if OpenAI is going for profits, how would it protect its mission to introduce AGI in a way that benefits humans? In trying to find an answer, a unique board structure was implemented in which the non-profit board controls the for-profit company. This structure also gave a small group of individuals, all without any equity in the commercial entity, the power to dismiss the leadership of its core operations. Leadership including Sam Altman. Moreover, Sam even helped put this structure into place, as he understood the power he'd have. In an interview with Lex Friedman, the former and current CEO of OpenAI said, uh, So that might make you and a handful of folks the most powerful humans on earth. Do you worry that power might corrupt you? For sure. Look, I think you want decisions about this technology and certainly decisions about who is running this technology to become increasingly democratic over time. We haven't figured out quite how to do this. Launching ChatGPT and the generative AI boom. So with this new commercial entity in place and $1 billion in its pocket from now partner Microsoft, OpenAI started significantly contributing to AI in the following years. But again, its claim to fame for most of us came in the form of ChatGPT almost exactly one year ago on November 30, 2022. ChatGPT leveraged the Transformers architecture that I've mentioned before, which allows it to understand and generate human-like text based on the input it receives from us. The GPT 3.5 and now GPT 4 model that powers ChatGPT was trained on 300 billion words of content, enabling it to respond to various queries 
simulate conversation, and assist with creative writing and information gathering tasks. Actually, launching it as a chatbot raised some eyebrows at the time. Why would anyone want to talk to a machine learning model? But still, adoption was very swift, hitting 1 million monthly users within two months, quicker than any technology before. And ChatGPT has only grown since. Fast forward to this week and our generative AI at work research shows that ChatGPT is the most popular generative AI tool. 72% of US-based knowledge workers have heard of ChatGPT. And this increases to 84% among Gen Z and millennial generative AI users and compares to only 33% having heard of Google Bard and 25% knowing about Microsoft Copilot. 60% of people actively using AI use ChatGPT at least once per week, again compared to 27% using BART and 18% using Copilot. And 93% of people using ChatGPT say that AI improves their productivity, 71% says AI has even helped them develop new skills like creative and analytical, and 94% believe AI will positively impact their profession. In short, ChatGPT really has become an integral part of our work lives and will likely only accelerate to do so. Okay, so what happened with Sam Altman? With all that GPT success, you would not expect the company founder to be fired. But shockingly, that's exactly what happened. In the months leading up to last week's dismissal, concerns about Sam Altman's leadership style at OpenAI begin to service. Some in the company felt that he was going too fast in deploying AI products without testing them. Last month, an MIT director-led preparedness team was launched to study catastrophic AI risks by asking the community to submit their most malicious ideas. However, none of this stopped the tensions. And they peaked during OpenAI's first Dev Day, where Sam introduced new model improvements and the GPT's App Store. Late Friday, November 17, 2023, OpenAI's board of directors suddenly and highly unexpectedly announced the dismissal of CEO Sam Altman, citing a loss of confidence in his leadership and a lack of candor in communications. OpenAI's CTO, Mira Murati, was announced as the interim CEO with a search process underway to identify a permanent successor. Ilya Sutskever, whom Sam Altman previously called a legend in the field, was reported to have a significant role in removing Sam from his post. He was also the one to announce the firing to Sam on a hastily announced Google Meet. The board did not share a clear explanation of the dismissal. They only stated, Mr. Altman's departure follows a deliberate review process by the board, which concluded that he was not consistently candid in his communications with the board, hindering its ability to exercise its responsibilities. The board no longer has confidence in his ability to continue leading OpenAI. Some theorized that the OpenAI reached AGI and that Sam wanted to push ahead while Ilya wanted to slow down. Either way, the decision was met with mixed reactions in the AI community, with some supporting the board's decision and others defending Altman as a visionary leader. Then, a series of sudden and intense events occur very rapidly causing confusion and chaos. On the same Friday of the dismissal, just one week ago, three key researchers resigned upon hearing the news about Sam. Saliently, this includes Alexander Madri, the above-mentioned MIT director responsible for the preparedness team. Then the next day, on Saturday, November 18, 
even though OpenAI had said that Greg Brockman, OpenAI's president and co-founder, would stay with the company, Greg resigns. Significant backlash occurs from the OpenAI team, its investors and its partners. This includes Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella, who invested $10 billion into the company and was reportedly fuming after finding out about the firing only one minute before the public announcement. Then suddenly reports circulated of board discussions about the possibility of Sam and Greg returning to OpenAI amid those pressures from investors and partners. At the same time, other reports, including by the New York Times, speak about Sam reaching out to partners and investors to set up a new AI company, which he had been working on before his firing. Then on Sunday, November 19, while OpenAI team members throughout the day have heard about Sam potentially returning, they are disappointed when late Sunday, Ilya introduces OpenAI's new interim CEO, Emmett Shear, the ex-Twitch founder and CEO. Emmett, who was critical of overly fast AI development, has ties to the effective altruism movement, which expresses reservations about advanced AI. This aligns very well with the OpenAI board's desire to be cautious rather than commercially minded, so it's a good fit. Hours later, however, it's clear that Sam does not have to register for unemployment. Microsoft, in a potential stroke of genius, announced that Sam would join their company to lead an advanced research lab. Then on Monday, November 20, we hear Ilya, the board member who fired Sam, publicly sharing that he deeply regretted his decision and is on a list of OpenAI team members threatening the boards to resign. He co-signs a letter with over 90% of OpenAI employees to resign unless the board does. Satya Nadella goes on CNBC and Bloomberg, saying that Sam Altman may return to OpenAI after all. He also notes that he still doesn't know why Sam was fired in the first place. And then finally, Tuesday, November 21, around 4 a.m., technically on Wednesday, the news comes out that Sam will be returning as CEO to OpenAI alongside a revised board. Sam tweets that everything I've done over the past few days has been in service of keeping this team and its mission together. Quite a right. As Dan Toomey sums it up nicely in good work. Over the past few days, we have watched the people in charge of perhaps the most important technology in the world descend into a level of chaos and pettiness that would make the cast of Jersey Shore sweat. The recent leadership changes at OpenAI a pioneering artificial intelligence organization are not just industry news. They signal potential shifts in the AI tools and technologies your company may rely on or may soon rely on. As our research shows, most knowledge workers, and especially those under 45 years old, already frequently use generative AI tools. As such, these developments will directly impact the tools you use to do your work. Whatever happens in AI impacts you and your team. Understanding how to use AI effectively in our work processes and what is happening to their development is crucial for staying competitive. As Q Hamirani, Paper's chief people officer, told me for this newsletter. In an era where technology and employee experience are increasingly intertwined, my focus on artificial intelligence is driven not just by its technological marvels, but by its profound implications on people and leadership teams. As a people leader, I closely follow advancements in AI to understand better how they can enhance human potential, foster innovation, and redefine how we work and lead in the digital age. 
I wholeheartedly agree and will keep you posted on the most pressing developments in OpenAI. If you're not yet, subscribe to Future Work at flexos.work slash future dash work.